from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. Welcome back to the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here with you, brought to you by Food City and Carmen. We are full swing for postseason action. The Lady Flames won the Gulf South Conference Championship in women's soccer this past weekend. They get to host the first round of the regional. Cross country is going to the national tournament. Basketball is going, so we're in full swing. Yeah, postseason time is obviously one of the most exciting times of year. And we've got, as you mentioned, several teams competing, uh, both in the in the NCAA regional and NCAA national championship. So really uh, exciting time. And, uh, hey, you're just one step closer to that ultimate goal. So uh, excited to see how it plays out this week. Definitely so, and we've got with us today one of the Lady Flame soccer players, Jordan Blair, joining us. Who you can get a round of applause here for our conference championship. We need some champion. sound effects yeah, in I'll, here. I'll, p- I'll plug those in. We've got Let's, a new board here. I'll plug those in at some point. There we go. You'll find them in there. That'd be, that'd be great. I think that would add another dimension to, uh, the, definitely, to the definitely. Definitely. See, but Jordan, what a great weekend it was this past weekend. Got a big win over Mississippi College, and then you guys kind of basically cruised through the game against Montevallo to win another conference championship. Let's talk about that game against Mississippi College. It was drizzly. It was cold. It was rainy. They had actually scored the first goal the first time they've been ahead all season. What did you guys talk about after a little huddle and then regrouping right after that? Yeah, so that was actually the first time this season that we've been behind a goal. So uh, it was a big thing, like, going into the game. Obviously, we didn't want to go down a goal, but knowing that we could go down a goal and, like, we weren't out of the game, like, we were controlling it, like, we weren't going to lose this game. Um, I don't know if you guys know the pass with Mississippi on that field, but it hadn't been uh, gone our way. I'm aware. Of yes. yes, we're aware. So. Yes, uh, we, we called it a little bit of a curse, but the curse is broken there now. There you go. And so, um, yeah, we huddled up and we were like, we are not losing this game. Like, let's go. So um, we regrouped and, um, you know, came back at them. And the second half, I mean, we dominated. So yes. we were able to. Uh, find some goals and move on to the final and like you said kind of cruise from there so yeah you win another GSC championship so just take us through that emotion because obviously you work so hard and I think you know you have an ultimate goal right and so you're still uh, a lot of goals ahead of you but to to have the undefeated regular season to be able to cap it off with a conference championship what does that mean for you as a player uh, to be able to achieve that. Yeah, I mean, it's everything. Obviously, like, we came in in July uh, so early, so it's everything we've been working towards. Um, I know we joke a lot as a team, like, running farklets all the time. Um, so, I mean, just all the hard work uh, pays off, you know, and it's the time of year that we play for is postseason. I mean, the regular season's just to get ready. Yep. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really nice to see some hard work pay off. So, Do you think coming in in July and doing that trip to England – all the way back in basically August at this point yeah. helped with this team going for the long run? I mean, yeah. I mean, we were so connected, like, right off the bat. You know, obviously coming in and uh, the freshmen just jumped right in with us. And, I mean, we're in a whole other country together, so we're a lot of bonding time. And, I mean, I don't even know how long the flight was that we were all together <laughs> for. So um, I think it definitely helped with, like, the culture piece and stuff. And, I mean, like you said, I mean, going down a goal um, – knowing that we could lean on each other and stuff. So, I mean, we're a very tight-knit group. So, Jordan, what makes this team so special? Obviously, the record speaks for itself. So there, there's there's a lot of talent on the field. We know that. Okay. But there's also some intangibles, it seems like. What, in your opinion, makes this team so special and maybe different from other teams that you've been on? 
I mean, the culture piece is the biggest one. I mean, we have from top to bottom, um, just great people all around, but also, I mean, like the leadership, I mean, um, we're losing a really big class in that piece, but I mean, Ruthie, Sophie, Reagan, I mean, Kate, all Ellie, all the seniors. I mean, they're such big, like, um, it can be really hard with the super seniors, you know, to connect with freshmen stuff, but they do such a great job. I mean, we're always people going out to coffee together, um, people just hanging out together. Like these really are like everyone's best friends. And so I think that just makes a big difference when you're excited to come to practice, not only to get to play, but also just to get to be around your best friends. And so it just makes it a little bit easier and I mean, a lot more fun too. So oh, absolutely. Has anyone of those super seniors really stepped up in their leadership this, this season? Cause I'm sure they've been leaders, but really taking that step forward. Yeah, I'd say from the senior class, I mean, Ruthie, Ellie, all of like all of them literally are taking people to coffee all the time. I think Ruthie and Sophie live at Bond Life, like actually. <laughs> um, uh, but they're there with somebody once a week at least. Reagan's the same. Like everybody's just wanting to hang out with each other and everyone's so intentional about taking and taking time out of their days to, you know, just check on you. And, I mean, I get a text all the time. You know, good luck on your test. You know, it's like right. j just little things that um, they do just to make you feel special and stuff. So, was there a moment in the regular season or maybe early in the season when you guys kind of felt like, hey, this has a chance to be a special team? Was there a certain win or a certain game or play that really you felt like, okay, maybe we got some, we got a chance to do something special here? Yeah, I mean, honestly. Coming in in July, Kate and I went to coffee and we were talking and we were like, I mean, like, we're looking really good right now. Like, I think this could be like, we could win an Addy. Like, let's be honest. Like, I think we could do it. So um, just from the beginning of the year, like we were like, yeah. this is what we want. This is what we want to do. And I mean, everyone has stepped up and I followed suit and we've been able to make it this far but I mean the West Georgia or West Florida game was like a big win also sure that like we had that and we were like I mean we're kind of rolling right now like that was a big game Mississippi was the next you know challenge but um yeah I think after that we were kind of like oh, this is we could really do something so on the opposite end of that was there a game or a moment where like all right we need to refocus here because obviously we've not lost yet this season but right. was there a moment where it's like okay we need to refocus on what our goal is yeah I mean obviously the Mississippi tie was a hard one for us uh just because obviously we wanted the win and we felt like we could have played so much better so I think that weekend and we kind of had um a little hiccup not hiccup but you know, when we were playing shorter and stuff, we weren't playing at our best. And so we were able to kind of the Valdosta, was it the Valdosta weekend that we had a couple weekends ago, we kind of came back and were able to play more of our soccer and, um, or Christian Brothers Union, that was the weekend, yeah, that we got to kind of reset and we kind of started getting in a swing of playing a little better and uh, kind of tuning up and perfect timing. So into the GSC and now we're ready to take on postseason. So you mentioned postseason, right? So obviously you, you, you're riding high. You've got a lot of confidence, and you should. You guys come off of an unbeaten season. You win the GSC, but what's kind of been the focus this week at practice? You're not sure who you'll play, so obviously you're doing some scouting on both uh, both teams. Whether it's going to be Florida Tech, a team we've faced in the postseason before, or whether it's going to be Rollins, but obviously you know it's going to be a tough test come Sunday afternoon. So what's been the the focus here this week during practice? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, like, mentality. I mean, we know going forward every team we play is going to be a good good team. It doesn't really matter the record they've had previously. It doesn't matter our record previously. I mean, postseason's about that game. So uh, I think the mentality is the biggest thing that we've been talking about and, um, you know, getting ready to go and be sharp on, on the day. So, how, how much of it is a challenge not playing that first round and saying, okay, we've got to buy, but still maintaining that focus for that game coming up on Sunday? Right, yeah. I mean, we obviously want to be able to use the fact that we have a bye, um, but obviously we have to stay, you know, on it, ready to play on Sunday. So, um, you know, we've gotten in. We got some fitness in yesterday. I know Avery talked to you about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But just getting ready to go. um, But, yeah, we're going to watch the game on Sunday, so staying locked in. And uh, obviously once we find out who we play, then we'll get to watching film. So. Talk about the home field advantage because I don't have the stat on the top of my head, but I, I, lot I interviewed definitely. Coach Hennessy near the end of the year uh, a couple weeks ago, and your guys' record over at the RCC is is really good, okay? Your record overall is really good over the last couple <laughs> of years, but uh, for you as a player, what does it mean to be able to play in front of your home crowd, especially when it's an NCAA tournament game? I mean, I will never forget my freshman year when we made it and we got to host yeah. and um, how many people were there and like just how fun the environment was. Um, getting to play at home so obviously we love getting to have friends and family come out and um get to watch so it'll be exciting and hopefully the crowd can help carry us too so absolutely come on out everybody if you're listening sunday 2 p.m doesn't matter who we play right let's get a big crowd out there it's gonna be a fun night well the crowds have been great all season long and how's it affected you guys with the benches switching from the far side to the near side (laughs) Yeah, I, personally, I don't mind it. I know some people in the crowd have complained a little, but... As far as being able to see? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just on that, like, bottom row. But, but. as a player, though, it's got to feel like you're more... Oh, you, yeah, I know. You no, can feel the crowd yeah, more, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it's so fun. So the crowd just got to get... We got to be tough, right? right? If you're a fan, <laughs> suck it up. You know, Sit on the higher row. Go up a couple of rows. Yeah, exactly. Bit, but be loud. Yeah, that's so... It, it's. I, I feel like, at least from a broadcasting standpoint, too... Because obviously the press box is on that side as well. It just feels like you guys are more connected with us. Yeah, it definitely feels like we can feel the fans more. Great. Well, Jordan, we thank you for joining us, and we wish you the best of luck on Sunday. We'll see you over at the RCC. Thank you guys so much. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more here in a moment on the Burn Up Podcast. Attention shoppers, don't forget to ask our certified butchers for great recipe tips. This is an authentic butcher shop where meat is hand-cut in-store, beef is ground fresh daily, and expert advice from a certified butcher is always free of charge. (laughs) Free advice? That's what I call value. The quality I crave, the value I count on. Nobody does food like Food City. Welcome back to the Burnham Up Podcast. Philip Tang, Carmen Lastoria back here with you. As always, we are brought to you by Food City, who Carmen just has so many different offerings for you if you are out shopping for groceries or anything else. Yeah, Food City, of course, the official supermarket of Lee Athletics. They're not only the official sponsor of the Burnham Up Podcast, but, and you're going to hear more about this uh, the week after Thanksgiving, they are providing free admission. That's right, free, Tang, free admission to all Lee men's and women's home basketball games this season inside Walker Arena. So you can bring the family. You can enjoy some great, high-quality collegiate basketball 
no cost. Just bring a few bucks to, to buy some candy and a pop at the concession stand, and you'll be good to go. So Food City uh, really investing in our community and investing in Lee Athletics, and we want to thank them. And you can help. They just make life easier. Uh, nobody does food like Food, food City. City. Yes. Let me tell you about this, all right? Food City Curbside Pickup. Easy to shop at Food City Curbside Pickup. Simply create an account or sign into your existing foodcity.com account. Select one of our convenient curbside pickup service locations as your home store and shop from weekly specials and thousands of items and digital coupons. Select the pickup time and date that fits your schedule, and our professional shoppers will fill your order and have it ready to load when you arrive. Pay using your choice of credit or debit card without ever leaving your vehicle. How easy is that? The weather's going to get a little colder, right? Maybe some rain, some sleet. You don't want to get out in this. You just go curbside pickup easy. Now, that's convenient and all for just a minimal fee of $4.99. That's all you got to pay, and you get this service regardless of your order size. So, Tang, I know you know you guys do your grocery shopping. You got your big yes. order. Doesn't matter. It's only a four ninety nine charge. Food City saving you time and money. So make sure to visit your local Food City location, and we certainly appreciate their partnership. Yeah, when I was in college, I always had the saying: "If it's free, it's me." So that's right. If, if it's free, you should come on out. There's no reason why you should skip any home basketball games. Exactly, and we want to remind you, you'll, you'll be hearing more about this. We'll have an official press release uh, and media rollout of our partnership with Food City the week after Thanksgiving, so be on the lookout for that. It was a busy week this past weekend for Lady Flames and Flames Athletic. We've already talked about the women's soccer team. The men's soccer team, unfortunately, fell in the semifinals 2-0 to West Florida. Hard-fought game, but West Florida just found two really good goals in that second half. Yeah, you know, sometimes you... You know, in soccer, sometimes you get a cheap goal, right? You, you let it, you let a, they call it a soft goal, right? You think, oh man, we probably should have stopped that. There was nothing soft about the two scores that no. West Florida had. They were, uh, you know, they were bullets into the back of the net. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, eight, six, and four season for the men. Um, you know, certainly there were probably a few games that got away from us there in the regular season. But, uh, you know, they were able to battle and, in, and win in the GSC quarterfinals and penalty kicks. So they get to the semifinals. Uh, they run up against, the class of the GSC this year, West Florida was certainly uh, the the best team from top to bottom. Even though we were able to get them, you know, beat them at their place. Only loss they've had all year. The us. only loss they had, and so uh, yeah, they played well. They got the two nil victory over us. So uh, hate to see it end for our seniors. Uh, we had Matias Seams on last week, of course. So we we always hate to see it come to an end. But uh, you know, uh, I think all in all, you know, the men fought out there. They uh, you know they went. Uh, Went toe-to-toe with West Florida. Unfortunately, they, they probably needed to win that and win the, right. the game on Sunday against Delta State in order to get into the regional. So uh, they'll regroup. They'll uh, reload, and uh, they'll come back next year. But uh, certainly always sad to see it come to an end for our seniors. That's the hardest part is right. when that their career comes to an end. Uh, guys like Eamon McLaughlin and Matias Seams. And I don't want to name all of them because I know I'm forgetting some people out there, and, and my apologies. But, uh, you know, just appreciative of the seniors and everything they've given to our program. Volleyball swept shorter to end the regular season on Saturday. Yeah, they did. So then they were the seventh seed, and then last night, on Tuesday night, they lost to Mississippi College in the first round of the Gulf South Conference Tournament over in Clinton to end their season. Great first season for Coach Fobb. Again, the seniors, hard to let see some of them go, but you know, Cam Halpin, Abby Stroh, Macy Petty, uh, Allie Whit- uh, Skirlock, all seniors on this Taylor team. Taylor White. And, uh, Taylor White, excuse me. All seniors, they've all been around for a long time. None of these girls are like one and done. They've been around for a while, been a huge part of this. Uh, 
Yeah, they've given a lot to the program. There's been some ups and downs, but uh, are you ready for this? Let me rattle off a couple of stats uh, in year one under Coach Christophop. 17 and 15, that's a winning record. Correct. First time since 2018, right? Conference record, 8 and 8. That's a 500 or better conference record. First time since 2018. 2018. Made it to the GSC tournament as the number seven seed. That's the first time since 2018. Right. So when you're when you're doing some things that haven't been done in five, six years uh, in your first year taking over the program, things are certainly headed in the right direction. I sent Coach Fava a text uh, just a, just an hour or two ago, just congratulating her on a great season. Obviously, you know she's a competitor. She's probably still thinking, you know, what could we have done to beat Mississippi College yesterday? But uh, she's done a great job. CeCe Blanchard, her assistant, has done a great job. Uh, really uh, uh, reestablishing a culture of excellence uh, for Lee University Volleyball. They're already hot on the recruiting trail. They've already signed a number of uh, recruits for next year. And so I think, you know, we're just going to continue to see this program uh, jump up the leaderboard there in the GSC. So, but a great first year, um, you know, got some really nice wins at Alabama Huntsville, one on the road at West Georgia, one on the road, I believe at Valdosta. Uh, You know, so they, they got a lot of, a lot of what you would call, you know, high-quality wins. Of course, the West Georgia win last Sunday was special. You got a player that got a 1,000 digs and Cameron Halpin, and you rallied back to win that one. So, yeah, a lot of memorable wins. And uh, you mentioned the senior class. Very happy uh, that, that Abby Stroh, first-team All-GSC. First, like, first, first time since 2018 that we've since had a first-teamer. we've had a first-teamer. Uh, so just happy that she's able to go out on top in all of our seniors because they had been through a lot. Uh, of adversity both on and off the court. And so uh, really, really happy for them. It was a, a, a big first year under Coach Christophe. Men's basketball had one game this past weekend. You got to see that one on Flow Sports. Edward Waters, we beat them 98-45. to 45, And it just looked like it was a very balanced attack. Well, we talked about it last week. Uh, I do think that that's what you're going to see out of this team. You're not going to see um, – and listen, no offense to these guys, they were incredible players. You know, your Quay Kennedy a couple of years ago and your PJ Smith the last couple of years. Those guys were were really talented scorers and they had the ball in their hand a lot. I think this year's team is going to be very balanced. One night it might be JJ Barnes, one night it might be Beyond Hendricks, one night it might be Noah Bowler Kyle, one night it might be Zach Gray or somebody coming off the bench, right. right? And so there's just so many ways I think that this team can beat you. Uh and you know, we talked about it in the post game interview with with Coach Smith, but the, the intensity uh, and just the energy that the, you know, that the sixth, seven, eighth man plays with, right? So guys coming off the bench just playing with a high level of energy. It really feels like a team that, uh, to, to, you know, take what Jordan said about women's soccer, it just feels like this men's basketball team, they enjoy being around each other. Uh, there seems to be a good fit. I know we're early in the year. We haven't even played a conference game yet, but it just seems like this is going to be a balanced team and a fun team to watch. They will play Carolina Christian coming up on Saturday. They're an NCCAA opponent out of the Charlotte area. First time we'll ever see them coming up. Then the women's team, lost, unfortunately, lost both games this past weekend in the GSC Sunshine State Challenge. Lost to Tampa, the defending South Region champs, 73-64, and lost to Florida Southern, 76-64. And it was just two little sections of the game in that third quarter that got away from them both times because we were right there neck and neck every other quarter. Yeah, not that far off. No. I mean, there's going to be some adjustments. It's obviously it's a different field of the team without Haley Schubert, who had been there the last five years and a, just a tremendous player, over 2,000-point score. So, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, Mallory Hampton's off to a good start. She's going to need some help in the scoring yes. department. Uh, but I think 
Coach Rowe was probably a little more frustrated with some of the defensive lapses that we had. Right. Uh, you mentioned it was 38-38 in the third quarter of that Tampa game, and then they go on a 17-0 run to end the quarter. Right. right? And so that puts you out of the game right there. Uh, then you come back and play Florida Southern, and you get off to such a slow start that you mm-hmm. can't really battle back. And so, yeah, I think there was only – to your point, there was about four or five-minute stretch in each of those games that really created some separation, right. and those are good enough teams that it's hard to come back when you fall behind like that. So uh, they'll be challenged again this Saturday, Tang. Yes. I mean, we saw this Trevecca team last year. They're well-coached. They're a very talented team. Uh, they beat us last year. And they beat us last year. So it's going to be a tough matchup. But I think <laughs> uh, Coach Rowe's been getting after it. They've been getting Coach Spangler. They've been getting after it in practice this week. I think we'll see a, a much better performance on Saturday at home uh, for the Lady Flames. But it's going to be a big one. So get to Walk Arena early. Uh, yes. Get there for the 2 p.m. tip of the girls game uh, because it should be a very competitive game. Then finally, the last two teams competing this weekend will be the cross-country teams. They're going to Joplin, Missouri to run in the NCAA championships. Of course, we won both the regionals. Aria Hawkins won the South region for the women's side. Matthew Fowler was fourth, the top finisher on the men's side. High expectations again. Let's see if we can put it all together and get it. Let's aim for a top five finish. Yeah, I think top five's in reach for the women, and that's really exciting. I know Coach Kayla Morgan's really excited about the opportunity to go out there uh, hopefully the weather won't be quite as uh, snowy and as cold as it was last year when you made the trek out to uh, the Pacific Northwest. But they'll be in Joplin, Missouri, so it won't be you know it won't be 80 degrees there. But no. uh, we'll have uh, wall-to-wall coverage of that, so make sure to be locked in on our new mobile app, Lee Flames mobile app, or on our social media um, at Lee U Flames because Jonathan Murray will have boots on the ground and he'll be providing coverage uh, um, during the race, and it's. You know, just hopefully it'll be a great day for for both of our teams. Yeah, I think it's an opportunity uh, for the women. They they certainly are within range of having their best finish ever at nationals. Um, and then on the men's side too, with its balances they've been, and you mentioned Matthew Fowler really coming into his own. Uh, they've certainly got a good opportunity to finish in the top twelve, top thirteen range there as well. So I expect some high finishes and a and a great exclamation point to what's been a fantastic cross country season. It was an interesting day yesterday trying to find Jonathan Murray a flight to Joplin because yeah. it's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's like an hour outside of Springfield, an hour. Missouri out outside of Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's tough to fly right in there. Yes. So we, we've we've had to uh, we we figured it out though. We got him into Fayetteville, right? Yes. And then he's going to take a, a rental car about an hour uh, up the way to Joplin. So uh, hey, he's young. He's built for it. Then we'll fly him right back, back Saturday night. So he'll be back here for women's soccer on Sunday. But uh, now we appreciate Jonathan Murray. And uh, if you follow us on social media, which if you don't, I don't know what you're doing. But at Lee U Flames, uh, you see the content on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter that he's putting out. Uh, our digital content is second to none. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, baseball, check out. Uh, go to at Lee U Flames on Instagram right now. And tw- it's also on Twitter. It's so also yes. on Twitter. So you're going to see the the blue, new blue baseball jerseys, the navy blue slick. Oh, uh, man, it's a sharp look, look Tang. I'm telling you. so good. With the uh, with the Red Shield logo on there, there's also the Viking that uh, makes an appearance on the uniform as well. But I'll tell you, the all blue, I'm a huge fan of it. Looks if I'm great. Coach Brew, I'm wearing those every home weekend. Wear them home. I'm telling you, you got to rotate. You know, maybe it's your maybe it's your Sunday afternoon yes. at, uh, jersey or whatever. But yeah, make sure those are in play a lot. But uh, I'm a big uniform guy. I know you are yes, too. We, you know, different uniform. combinations. Of course, Oregon always has all these different combinations on the football and basketball side of things, but. Yeah, check it out at Lee U Flames because those baseball jerseys are popping. Before we go, your uh, fired-up moment of the week. 
You know, I don't think we need to overthink this one, right? No. I'm going to say Saturday afternoon uh, down in Huntsville, uh, Coach Chris Hennessy and the Lady Flames hoisting the GSC trophy. Uh, you know, it's the third time they've won the GSC, so it's not easy to win the GSC tournament. Right. We've had a lot of good teams that haven't won the GSC tournament uh, on the women's side. But, uh, yeah, first GSC championship since 2021. They were undefeated then. Uh, we're hoping for a little di different script, though, when we get into NCAA regionals from, la from that last time. But uh, – it's such a balanced team. It's a oh, fun yes. team. They play with energy. They play with passion. As Jordan said, they seem to all really like each other, and the culture is great. Um, I think they're poised. Listen, anything can happen in soccer, so who knows what's going to happen on Sunday. But regardless, uh, Coach Chris Hennessy, Coach Buzil deserve a lot of credit. Allie Samuels, their graduate assistant, you know, everybody deserves a lot of credit. Uh, Ellie, Ellie Chrysler goes down, Mallory Hayden goes down. You feel like, okay, those are two of our senior leaders, best players on the team, and it's just next person up mentality. Uh, and I'll tell you, the way they're playing right now, I mean, they're playing as well as I've seen a women's soccer team at Lee play in a long time. So, And that's saying a lot because we've had a lot of good teams <laughs> yes. over the years. So I'm excited for Sunday. We'll be on the call. It will be free, by the way. So if you can't come out to the Raycon Sports Complex, all you have to do is go to leeuflames.com. We'll also have links all over the place on our mobile app and on our social media as well. But you do not have to pay to view this. It is free, so it, make sure to tune in. If you can't be at the Raycon Sports Complex, make sure to tune in at 2 p.m. I'll echo that with my fire moment. I'll give it to Kate Dirksy for being the most outstanding player of the tournament. There so you go. it ties it all in. We won't be with you next week. It's Thanksgiving week, so we, right. all the students will be gone. We'll have a guest uh, for you so we'll take a week off and then in two weeks we'll be back and we'll see where women's soccer is standing and we'll recap cross country and basketball and all that as well so have a great thanksgiving uh, next week we'll talk to you in two weeks for carmel story i'm philip tang so long everybody